0: Welcome to the Ice Talks, where we implement change every day. Welcome back to another episode of the Ice Talks. This is your host, if you will, Harold S. Reed Jr., also known as HRJR, your motivational coach. As always, if you don't know what motive Action means, motive plus action equals results, and results equals success. Now, I know you guys have been missing episodes. Well, let me rephrase that. You haven't been missing episodes. There haven't been any episodes throughout February for you to miss. So you might have been missing the podcast in its entirety. And if you have been, I appreciate you're missing me. I appreciate you, those of you who have reached out to me and said, "Man, when's another episode coming?" It's been a while. It's been a while. Let me first say that um, I pretty much decided to take the month of February off. And the reason why I decided to take the month of February off is because, it. well, as you well know, it was Black History Month. Now, personally, I don't particularly care to solely subscribe to the concept or idea of a Black History Month. I believe in Black History period. But in so adopting that belief, I also chose to use the month of February, since the focus of black history is on that month, I chose to use that month to really do a deep dive on my blackness, if you will. And to be quite frank, um, anytime I do this in particular, I I don't I find myself in a in not so much a happy place because I'm reflecting on all of the injustices that my people have had to endure and still continue to have to endure to this very day. So I didn't want to put myself while I'm totally immersed in this topic during the month of February, I didn't want any of that to pour into the podcast because I do not deny the possibility, if you will, that there are people of all ethnicities and nationalities who listen to this podcast and receive something from it and take something away from it and walk away with something. Because generally when it comes to this, my messages are not just for black people. They're not just for people my age. They're not just for people in my peer group. I would love for a person to listen to my podcast and have their teenager listen to it or, or have their brother or sister, husband, wife listen to it and, and everybody from teens throughout life be able to get something from it. So that's why there were no February um, episodes of the ICE Talks. The changes that I was implementing (laughs) in myself every day were within myself. So let's welcome ourselves back to the ICE Talks for the month of March. Uh, Shout out to Christopher George Latour Wallace, Rest in Power, otherwise known as the Notorious B.I.G. He was taken from us on this day. I believe the year was 1996. All right? Um, it's been a long time. But he left us with a lot to think about. And think about this. His brother died when he, I think he was 24. When 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 Biggie, I, I still call him Biggie. When Biggie passed, when Biggie was killed. He didn't pass away. He was killed. When Biggie was killed, I think he was like 24 years old. Same with Tupac. I think he was like 23, 24 years old. 20, 25 at best. So um, I, I I tend to especially this year with me turning 50 later this year, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about all of the people that I've looked up to throughout history who I have pretty much outlived in terms of me being the age that I am as, in, in in comparison to the age these people were when they passed away. All right. Um, Malcolm, Martin, Garvey, um, Medgar Evers, Biggie, Tupac, Nipsey Hussle, (laughs) you know, um, what's this other kid that just got killed a couple weeks ago, Pop Smoke, you know, uh, there, there are a whole lot of people out there who, when you put your life into perspective, you know, you have to ask yourself, these people did so much in so little time, and think about. It, I'm not even thinking. About, I'm not even talking about people who were child stars and who, who lived and, and did so much or what have you. I'm just talking about people who lived their whole childhood and then, some point in their young adult life, leaped from wherever they were to the world stage in some capacity. All right, um, it really helps me. Or it's really pushing me to put things in perspective in terms of what I'm doing with my life and what I want to do moving forward. So uh, I guess that's the introduction, if you will, to this episode. But what I really want to talk about, and I'm sa- I'm sharing that with you because these are some of the things that have been on my mind in my absence from recording for you. But that's not what re- really what I want to talk about today. What I really want to talk to you about today Is one's capacity for change one's capacity for change I'll say again one's capacity for change you know um, I had someone reach out to me and I'm going to talk to you guys in a little bit about reaching out to me because that's going to be one of the new directions we move forward in in which we move forward but Someone reached out to me and asked me, can people really change or are they just who they are? In other words, can a whore or a thief or just anyone who is not who or what they should be, can they redeem themselves and no longer be what they once were? Now, my response to that person was um, people can and do change, but not perhaps as they should. And by that, I mean there are two definitions of who a person is. Okay, There's who the individual thinks he or she is and who the people around him or her thinks he or she is. So the whore or the thief can change who they are. But if they don't change the people around them who still see them as they were, no matter what they do they may likely fall back into that lifestyle. You see, sometimes you, re- you have to really change the world around you just as much as you change the world within you. There was a saying I saw somebody posted on social media a couple weeks ago that said something along the lines of, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. Now, yeah, it, it 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 has a very funny kind of flip meaning to it because it and in, in a sense it's true, but what I choose to believe, and I hope you will, you know, choose to adopt as well, is the belief that all change must come from within. I have a really hard time calling myself a motivational speaker. I do so for the ease of of understanding of others understanding what it is that I do because. Um, motivation should really come from within. Now, I can sit here and I can give, or I can go out into the world and I can give a totally inspiring speech. I can give a totally motivational speech. I've written four totally motivational books. But no matter what it is that comes out of my mouth, no matter what it is that I say to you, if you don't actually get up and take action towards whatever it is you want to do no matter how motivating i am no matter how encouraging i am no matter how inspiring i am if you don't get up get out and get something you fail period you know i have books i have cd's i even have audio uh cassette tapes of a lot of the speakers I've, I've listened to over the years. Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, John C. Maxwell, uh, Grant Cordon. The, the list goes on, right? And I'm reading books, I'm listening to CDs, I'm listening to tapes, and there are a lot, especially when it comes to Les Brown. I go back and listen to stuff that he has material from 20, 30 years ago. Right? And it'll get me motivated. It'll get me inspired. It'll get me encouraged. It'll get me fired up. But unless I actually jump up and get out there and make it happen for myself, all that's, I might as well just be listening to, you know, the garbage that is called some of the music that's out there today, you know? So. You have to you have to take action. You have to be the one who gets up off your feet, gets up gets up on your feet, get up off your butt and take action. So with as it pertains to one's capacity to change, you must determine within yourself first that you want to change. All right? Then you have to actively do something totally different from what you've been doing. I'll tell you a quick story. I promise it'll be a quick story. Uh, Prior to my career in law enforcement, many of you know I worked in loss prevention. And my last job prior to going into law enforcement was with uh, Old Navy, the clothing store. And the person who actually got me the job, who helped me get the job, became my enemy. We were friends, we were cool, and I he got intimidated. He got intimidated by my drive. Whereas my intention was to show up and show out and do good work. One to get paid, two to help make him look good, you know, because if somebody vouches for you, they put their name and their reputation on the line for you. You want to do good work. So that, you know, if, if you don't do good work, then not only could you screw yourself out of the job, you could screw the person who hooked you up or who brought you in, who put his name on the line. You could screw them out of their job or at least their reputation. Either way, it's not a good thing. So I'm really busting my tail, one, so I could grow in the company, and two, so he could shine as well for, hey, man, look what you did. You brought You brought this great guy to the team. But, dude... I won't say his name, but I'll call him Dude. Okay, Dude got intimidated. His own idiosyncrasies or inadequacies or whatever you want to call it caused him to see me as a threat. And he began to treat me as a threat. He began to uh, describe me in a certain way to the other managers in the store. And I'll be honest in saying that there was a time where in which the manner in which he was or rather the, the, the way he was describing me to people was somewhat accurate. I was very headstrong. And I'm still very headstrong, but I was very much more <laughs> headstrong in my in my younger days, in my 20s. I mean, I'm, I'm it, it was in my mid to late 20s that I really started coming into my own. And really started developing my world views. So I had a very strong opinion about what I believe was white, right and what I believe was wrong. And how I was going to deal with and accept or not accept those things that I thought were right or wrong. What have you. Okay. And dude <laughs> would tell the managers, listen, if you, if, you give, he, if you have problems, don't go to him. Come to me because if he disagrees with you, he's going to argue with you and it's not going to be productive, yada, 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 so on and so forth. And I had one of my other team members, real cool guy, came to me, pulled me aside, and he said, yeah, man, let me tell you what's happening, man. Dude is over here uh, talking about you to the managers in the store, and he's telling them you're this way, that way, and the third. And what my friend didn't realize was that I had already known because one of the managers who I was cool with came and told me that this is what dude was saying about me behind my back. So I had already developed the the mindset that, and this is what I told my friend who came, the second person who came to me, I already know, I understand, it's cool. He's like, what do you mean it's cool, man? What you going to do? I'll I, I, I tell you what I'm not going to do. What I'm not going to do is be the person he's describing me as. I'm not going to be that person. That's what I'm not going to do. So what's going to happen is he's telling them I'm argumentative. He's telling them I don't want to cooperate. He's telling these people I'm not a team player. And that's fine because I can't control what comes out of that man's mouth. But what I can control is what I do and how I do it. And over the course of time, people will see that I am not what he's describing. So I had to teach myself myself how to become more humble. I had to teach myself how to listen more. I had to teach myself how to fall back and bite my tongue even if I truly believed I was right. I had to look back uh, or rather look forward towards what would be the greater good in terms of letting this other person at least believe they're right or just letting the other person have their way, you know. And so... What wound up happening was, and I told my man, I said, over time, if what I do doesn't match with what he says, then people are going to see him as a fool. As a fool. I'll say it again. As a fool. And that's what happened. That is exactly what happened. All right? Because there's a saying that goes, and I I don't remember who is responsible or who should get the full credit for this, for this quote. But the quote is this, what you're doing, speaks so loud. I can't hear what you're saying. Okay. So what I was doing was speaking far more louder, louder than what dude was saying about me. What I was doing spoke far louder, much more louder than what dude was saying About me, so much so to the extent that within a matter of months, even though he was the team supervisor, when the regional corporate office wanted to send someone to train new agents in a new store in another state, they flew me out there. When they were opening new stores all over the place, instead of my supervisor getting picked to go start a new team in a new store. And then somebody on my team were in our current store getting moved up. I was chosen to go to that new store and and start a new team of loss prevention agents. And within, I believe it was a month or two months after I left, dude got fired. <laughs> you know, and so I don't say that to say um, I wished bad on him or what have you. But I say that to say. In, in tune with what we're talking about here, what I'm talking about here, is you have to make the changes within yourself, okay? You have to make the changes within yourself first. And when you make the changes within yourself, and then you start uh, manifesting those changes by way of the things that you active, act actually do, people will see what it is that you do. Now, what about those people who just want to see you as the thief or the whore or the stubborn person or whatever it was that you no longer want to be? You have to remove yourself from that situation. You have to change, again, like the saying goes, (coughs) you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you right? So if the people who are around you see you a certain way, and that's not a way where in which you want to be seen as, then you have to move yourself. See, there's another saying that goes, if you can't beat them, join them. I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I would much rather stand by myself alone in my principles, which I believe to be right and can articulate and prove and justify is right, rather than just go along to get along to be accepted by a crowd who's not on my same frequency, who doesn't see things the way I see them, who doesn't share the same values that I share. I'd rather be alone and in search of people with whom I can vibe with on certain levels rather than just settle to be around people who just see me as however they want to see me. That's unacceptable to me. And I would hope that such a thing would be unacceptable to you. So like I said in my response to the person's question to me, sometimes you really have to change the world uh, around you just as much as you have to change the world within you. It starts from within. All change has to start from within. Your motivation has to start from within. I made a play on the word inspiration um, and that I broke the word down, Inspiration. In meaning within, spear meaning spirit, S-P-I-R, spirit, you know, shorten the word of spirit. And Asian, which is another uh, suffix for action. In spirit, take action. In, within your spirit, take action. And in so doing, you can change how the world sees you. All right. You can change how the world sees you. But, excuse me, I'm sorry, or I apologize. I hate using the word sorry. I hate using the word hate, but if I use the word hate, you know how much I hate what it is that I say I'm hating. So I hate using the word sorry. So therefore, I apologize. Um, But if you don't want the world to view you a certain way, then you must conduct yourself in a certain way. You must conduct yourself in the manner in which you want to be viewed. Something I always say, and I've said it in, in previous episodes of this podcast. Um, if you want to discover what your life's purpose should be, imagine what you want people to say about you at your funeral. And then from now until the time that that day comes, live out those words. Right? So if you want people to view you a certain way, you have to conduct yourself in that way. And then if you are around or surrounded by people who refuse to let you let go of what you once were, you then have to let go of them. You have to rid yourself of them. You have to separate yourself from them entirely. I've told people time and again, there are times you're going to have to cut people off in your life. If the relationship is toxic, you got to let it go. There are blood relatives in my family with whom I do not have relationships with at all because if my choice is either having a toxic relationship or no relationship at all I'd rather just wish you well love you from afar and have no relationship with you at all so uh, if I can maintain that level of discipline for my peace of mind when it comes to people in my family who I'm related to by blood best believe anybody out there in the street can 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 catch the cutoff with the quickness. You understand? So to wrap this all up, uh, I, I believe each and every one of us has the capacity for change. I believe each and every one of us has the capacity to change. But there are two elements to change that you have to internalize. You have to first internalize the desire or want or need the necessity to make change within yourself. Everything has to start from within. That's first. And then the other change is you may have to change your surroundings. This is why when people come out of prison, they tell them as a, as a condition of your release, as a condition of your parole, you cannot uh, uh, congregate or you cannot fellowship or you cannot... Be around. You cannot communicate with other convicted felons. You cannot they they tell people who are in Alcoholics Anonymous. You cannot be where people are drinking. I I I had a brother in in my in my fraternal fellowship group. I grew Social Fellowship Incorporated. I one of brothers I had most respected in 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 as because he was very much an integral part. Of my, my my pledge process, my, my orientation and intake process. This brother taught me so much mentally how to use my mind, right? But he also had a substance abuse problem. And and this is this is this goes right into what I'm talking about. He reached the point where he realized he had to make a change within. And he got himself help and he got himself clean. And then he had to make a change externally to where I would say I hadn't seen this brother for maybe, Jesus, almost 15, 20 years. He wouldn't return my phone calls. He wouldn't come to events. He wouldn't even come around when it was just just brothers around. And I came to find out the reason why is because... Being around this particular environment, even though it was all brothers who loved him and brothers that he loved, some of the times, especially in his younger days, in his college days and in his early to mid-20s or what have you, there was a lot of drug and alcohol going around and in his spirit, not just his mind, but in his spirit, these things were triggers that would lead him, or potentially lead him, to backpedaling into the that those things that he wanted to get himself away from. So first he made the change within to go get help, and he helped himself and he cleaned himself up. Then he had to make the change externally to, you know, the 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 brothers ain't going to, but we gonna be where we gonna be, and that's where we gonna be. So he had to remove himself. He had to change the world around him just as much as he changed the world within him to where he was able to build himself up to a point where now at least there are certain brothers he knows he could be around who will respect his sobriety. Not that anyone would necessarily disrespect his sobriety, but he's being cautious to to who he allows into his sphere. And I'm I'm proud and happy to say that I am one of those brothers who, who he allows into his sphere. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to give him a call a day or a text and let him know I'm thinking about him, you know. But with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up. I believe in one's capacity to change. I believe in one's capacity for change. And I believe that Sometimes you really have to change the world around you just as much as you have to change the world within you, but you must first change within. Everything starts from within. You have to take responsibility and accountability for yourself. And when you do that and you see yourself for how you are, not necessarily how you want to be, you must first see yourself how you are as you are and then make the determination what type of person you want to become. When you can do that, And see yourself and all your flaws That is called integrity And I wish you well on your journey So we're going to wrap this episode up Okay And I'm going to let you know That we will be resuming Regular episodes of the podcast Uh, We will do at least I will do at least One episode per week And if I'm so moved you might get more Okay Um, So that's that also, feel free. <clears throat> excuse me. Feel free to reach out to me if you have questions or if there's a topic you would like me to look into and, and expound upon in one of these episodes. Do please feel free to reach out to me. My email address is hrjr at So those are the letters H, as in Harold, R as in Reed, Jr. as in Junior, hrjr at coach C O A C H H R J R dot com. All right. Uh, you can go to my website, which is coach HRJR.com. And any questions you have, any comments you want to make, please shoot them my way. Let's really go into 2020, focusing on our forward vision. Ah, you like the way I said 2020 and vision, right? So let's do that. Let's do that. Let's become more communicative. Let's become more of a family. If you, if you follow my podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, uh, Chatbox, whatever whatever venue, it doesn't matter to me. As long as you follow the podcast, I'm happy. All right. If you, if you clicked on the link because I put the link for the podcast on LinkedIn or from Facebook or from Blacksby, Twitter, whatever, I want you to contact me, all right? Let's start truly becoming a tribe. Let's start truly becoming a family. Let's start truly becoming interactive. Let me help you the way I was able to receive help from others as well as learn how to help myself. I can help you. That is my promise, all right? So with that being said, it is Monday, uh, March 9th. You guys have yourselves a great week. And who knows? You might get another episode this week. I mean, I've been gone for a month. So let's see what happens. In the meantime, in between time, you guys take care of yourselves and I will be in touch. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ice Talks.